Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to 15 Minutes with Lincoln. I am one of your two hosts, Timothy Robert Dunn, a common man in Chicago. And I am your other host, Abraham Lincoln, formerly 16th President of the United States, and now a comedy writer living here in Chicago. Uh, this is a political podcast featuring the perspectives of uh, myself, a modern millennial, and those of Abe, uh, one of our great presidents and up-and-coming comedy writers. Abe, how was your week? Week was good. I got a lot more signatures around the office for the surreptitious union that you did so this is um and just to catch people up you you're a comedy writer at uh mike huckabee's um late night show on trinity broadcasting yeah huckabee my governor mike huckabee's uh late night show at uh, trinity broadcasting network um and you've been trying to unionize over there i have been because you informed me that most writers rooms are part of a union and make a lot of money, not, yeah. Yeah, right. and they seem to make more money than we do. We make the minimum wage, and we work 16-hour days on most days. And we get two 15-minute breaks and a lunch that uh, is, of course, subject to prima nocta, which, you know, means Mike Huckabee gets first pass at our lunches. That's why you really want to have a lunch later in the day when he takes his naps, because yeah. he usually doesn't want to wake up to have your lunch. But I keep getting stuck with the lunch is early in the day and he's he pulled me in the other week and he said hey you know um abe i gotta tell you i really love your whole shtick hey, everyone in the office thinks that i'm just like impersonating abraham lincoln and they think i'm like committing to the bit or something right. i don't know yeah and i tried to explain and every time i do they kind of laugh they're like oh that's really good that's great that's really good um anyway so i was saying um mike huckabee he came into the office this one day and um he seemed really upset and then he slammed his door, went to his room, and no one want, dared to go in there and pitch uh, the um, jokes this this week. Uh-huh. Um, and then, you know, I was having my lunch at 10.15, and um, he came in and said, you know, uh, I've heard that um, there's a union uh, possibly being formed. Uh, you know a whole lot about unions, don't you, Abe? And I was like, oh, yes, you'd be like... Uh, That's clever of him, yeah. You know, our more perfect union. Yeah. And he said, oh, no, that's not what I was thinking. I meant, like, because, uh, you know, you wrote that piece on how Democrats are new communists for me, like, two weeks ago. And I was like, oh, okay, yeah, weird poll. But, uh, yeah, I guess I do kind of know about unions. And anyway, so he was saying, like, yeah, you would know who's kind of starting this, would you? And I said, oh, yeah, I mean, I, I might. He's like, because as soon as I find out. And then he started uh, taking his belt out of his pants. Oh, boy. And he said, as soon as I find out, it's it's to the woodshed with that one. And I said, really? I mean, I don't know if it's necessarily, you know, deserving of some sort of, like, right corporal punishment. But he like said. His, like his son's going to do something like he would do to a dog to this person. Yeah, exactly. Right. Uh, he said, oh, yeah, it is, because we don't want any of that troublemaking around here, and I'm not going to stand for it, and I'm going to ruin that person's career if that person uh, works here. I, I guarantee it. And I said, well, don't you think that maybe we could have, you know, a, a, a discussion then, if we're not going to have a union, about, you know, some of the working conditions here? And, you know, at that point, he uh, slammed my lunch down, which he was eating, and he said, there's nothing to improve with the, about the work conditions. Uh-huh. And he said, and if I hear anybody complain again, I'm going to have their ass fired. And then he said, excuse my language. And he 
uh, walked out and stopped and uh, relieved himself in the trash can. So he. Oh wait, oh, wait, can I just, from a visual perspective, are we talking number one or number two? Number one. Okay, good. Okay, yeah. He just uh, he turned he turned around. Thankfully, he had his back yeah. to me, so all I saw was he just kind of he reaches into his boxer shorts because he wears just boxers usually uh, up until he's filmed. This is also weird because he's one of the only people that gets to use the bathroom in the office, right? That's true. It's a little inconsistent. But, you know, much like, I think it's like narcissism and small differences. The reason he hates dogs is because dogs are a lot like him. He just feels like he's got to mark his territory. Yeah. So, and he also seems to use, like, public urination as an exclamation point. So sometimes Uh we have a discussion. He's just like, and that's what I think. And then all of a sudden he's just going. So we all kind of brace ourselves. Nobody wears nice shoes to work. You know, we all have different galoshes. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, things have been a little tense. And, uh, you know, I've been still, you know, organizing and and uh, distributing the petition for the union membership. Folks won't actually sign it. They'll kind of mark it and say, well, if you get everybody else to sign it, then I'll sign it. So right. I'm just working on trying to get everybody to sign, say they'll sign if if everybody signs. So that's where I'm at right now. Well, I, I wish you the best, buddy. I, I think there are some federal protections you can look into against him kind of trying to intimidate you and stuff like that. I would maybe just give that a Google. Uh, yeah, okay. That makes sense. Well, he said we're having a mandatory meeting next week to discuss possible oh pros and cons of union membership. Uh-huh. And he's and then he said, and I'd like you all to know that me holding this meeting is actually legal. That employers can do this when they hear that their employees are forming a union. Yeah, they can present their side as why their company or business does not deserve a union. Yeah, I think I think I saw something about that in a documentary once. Um, I since you are still employed there, you know we don't want to. Um, completely bad mouth the show. This week you had, of course, uh, Governor Brian Kemp, uh, China expert Gordon Chang, comedian uh, Chad Thornsberry, uh, and uh, I believe pianist uh, Gordon Moat. Um, Governor Brian Kemp really taking that uh, A guest slot there. Um, yeah. And I would never bad mouth the show because, I mean, how silly would it have been for me to bad mouth the show right. only for you to read that absolute banging lineup of heavy hitters killer lineup yeah yeah it also looks like you had a segment that said it's time to confront my um anti-asian remarks with anti-asian in um quotation marks a little my two cents segment there yeah we did yeah Uh, we had that um we were having a a writer's meeting as you know we often do and we were trying to come up with things to talk about this week and we were trying to maybe discuss oh you know, everyone's going to be talking about, let's see, the issues this week, uh, police brutality, the withdrawal from Afghanistan, uh, you know, big taxes, mm-hmm. b- big spending, and stimulating the economy through federal involvement, all these kind of complicated issues. And meanwhile, um, the Huck, he came in, and he was just fuming, because I guess he felt like his service at Panda Express was a little subpar. Oh, no. And he felt like that was kind of exemplary of people of that region of the world in general and felt like it was kind of a perfect microcosm or perhaps a pars pro toto of the whole problem that we're having with that whole region. 
Mm-hmm. And, uh, we, you know, we all uh, kind of whipped out his phone. He starts he starts doing some tweeting. Uh, yeah, well, he has other people tweet for him. He tells. Oh, me, I see. He has an intern. And he's like, fire that tweet off. Right. And then I noticed the intern doesn't tweet everything that he says because <laughs> he says a lot of things, too. Yeah. Right. And it's just kind of tough. But for that intern to keep up, I guess, the interest guys deal with a lot. So we were all kind of a little uncomfortable, and then he said, oh, what, was I making anti-Asian remarks again? And did the whole finger quotes Quote, over yeah, right. anti-Asia things. And no one really said anything because, you know, he's our boss, and, you know, we're really grateful that we have a, a lot of people want to work in comedy, and we are one of the few who do, and we have this great minimum wage-paying job. And then he's decided that would be a good idea for a piece, is he just kind of talks about how much he hates um, what happened to him at Panda Express and right. what that means the about backlash. the world. Yeah, right. Yeah. So instead, he, uh, you know, we kind of massaged the piece a little bit uh, from what it was originally when he came uh, back from uh, his lunch. So that's it. That's what it ended up being. Well, uh, you know, congrats on that, man. Um, you know, good good luck with the, the unionizing and, and next week's show then. Um, I've got a little bit of big news. Uh, as you can see on my arm, I got a little uh, band-aid because I have my first dose of the Pfizer shot. Oh, congratulations, Timothy. Thanks, buddy. It um, got it over North Shore Hospital. I was in and out within 45 minutes at most. Um, they kind of have you hang around in case you have an allergic reaction. But yeah, I'm feeling, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling positive about it. Really? So you went to North Shore. They make you stay. I didn't, I'd never heard anyone who had to stick around afterwards. Uh, yeah, they had a little room, uh, just for you to stick around for about 15 minutes. Um, uh, you know, in case you have an allergic reaction, like um, what kind of allergic reaction might you have from some sort of vaccination? A vaccination makes you, makes you better. Uh, well, yeah, but some people might be allergic to, um, some comp, some, you know, chemical in the vaccine. So, but if you're you know, sticking around a hospital, that means like more time that you might actually get sick. I guess so but they had a socially distance and we had masks on so I, I felt pretty safe going through the whole process uh, yeah i don't know i never really cared for hospitals i just do whatever i would go in because i was feeling sick the doctor would come in and he'd have blood and guts all over his hands and he'd kind of wipe about his pants a little bit then he'd come and check out my mouth and my ears and and he'd be like i need to pray about this yeah there was a lot of praying yeah there's a lot of a lot of candles uh, a lot of chanting offering you a shot of uh, whiskey or something a little bit of that yeah yeah um you haven't been to a hospital since you've been back have you no i tried to set up for vaccine appointments because they said anyone over age 65 at some point oh excuse me that's the huck okay that's the huck okay go ahead i should answer this okay yeah go for it hello yeah yes uh oh Okay, yeah. Well, Abe is, uh, Abe is sweating bullets right now for people who can listen to this. He is just sweating bullets. Uh-huh. You don't say. Yes, sir. I'll certainly I'll certainly let you know if I hear anything. Absolutely, right away. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know who would have done this. <laughs> Yeah. Okay, yeah, you're right. Well, I don't 
think that's the term that they prefer to be referred to by these days. But oh, I, no. I, you know what? You're right. This isn't a writer's meeting. You're right. I'm not going to censor your phone calls. I'm not going to cancel you. You're right. All right. Well, thank you very much, Governor. Sir, yes, sir. Thank you. He just calls you off, like, off hours like that? Oh, yeah, all the time. Uh, he, yeah. All the time. And it seems like he was still trying to get you to hunt down the the union organizer, right? Oh, actually, no, this was different. Oh. See? Yeah. So there was, like, a, you know, like, two days ago we had Domino's. And, well, I should say he ordered Domino's. Yeah. And there was still some pizza left out. And so someone, uh, one of the other writers saw the pizza was out and he put it in the fridge, you know, in the box because he thought that would be better. And Huck got pretty upset about that. He said, you know, but you don't, nobody puts my pizza in the fridge, blah, blah, blah. You know, I like it. I don't like cold pizza. Right. I'm not, you know, any reference just, to people. Just leave it out overnight. He'll eat it. Yeah. He said, he, you know, there's a certain type of people who like cold pizza, which it's just, you we we made it a reference to a stereotype that I was unfamiliar with. And then he then... Uh, you know, assisted on, on stopping the recording of the show uh-huh. because he found out this during your show somehow, and he uh, went and put the pizza out on the table. Anyway, someone threw the pizza away, and he had it on the table, and he can't find it anymore, and he was looking around, and then he sees it in the trash can. So he he was telling me what he was going to do to whoever uh, threw away that old... Um... He just called you to tell you what he was going to do to the person that threw away the pizza. Yeah, and then he did mention, like, I'm, uh, you know... I, I also really want to lynch the person who started the union. Oh, no. And I said, okay, yeah, well, that's good. But, yeah, it was mostly about the pizza. Okay. Uh, okay. Yeah. He, He's he not probably, a- Again, I, I, you know, we're really trying to make the show not as much about how it could be all the time. But he shouldn't be calling you on your personal cell phone like that as your employer. I mean, unless you guys are, like, close friends. But, like, these kinds of threats and stuff, it's very weird. He's a good boss. Okay. Don't, don't you think? Where were we? You haven't been in a hospital since you've been back? I haven't, no. Okay. I tried to get a vaccine appointment, but they every time I entered my age, my birthday being February 12, 1809, yeah. it kind of like they said that's not about. It yeah, was it tough. said there's an error or something like that. Um, Look, man, I, you know what you could, no, you can't even put your, you can't even put your date when you and I started the podcast because you'd only be like five or something. That's right. And then you that's, need to, yeah, you need to come with like a, a parent or something. Well, you could be the guardian. But, okay, how's that going to work? Where are we going to get in the room and they're going to be like, hey, who's five between the two of you? And it'll be like, that six foot six old man <laughs> is is actually five years old. It's a Benjamin Button thing. <laughs> um, Buddy, I would probably just lie. I would probably just say you're, you're, I don't know, 30, 36, let's say, 35, 34, somewhere in there. Ugh, who wants to be that age? I know it's it's awful, but look, Timothy. Here's the thing: if you don't want our entire podcast to be about the Huckabee <laughs> Show, you gotta stop asking me up front because there's a and, lot that and goes maybe, on. Yeah, admittedly, I should stop listing off the guests every week because then we, we usually we usually pick up about five minutes in that area. We had we had Governor Jack Kemp. We had yeah. we had Brian pianist. Brian Kemp. Okay, yeah, His, yeah. We had pianist Chad Thornsburg. We had Victor Chang, a China expert, and then uh, we had a great comedian, yeah, uh, Peter Pianist. Uh huh. 
who did a lot of great jokes. It's a good show, yeah. So Timothy, yeah, there's always going to be stuff happening. It's a it's a weekly comedy show, Timothy. The pace is it's, frenetic. It's, it's your life now. You haven't even been writing there a year. It's you're dedicating all the time when you're not here recording this podcast with me to the show. I I completely understand it. Yeah. So let's 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 just you know call it what it is. All right. Yeah. Go easy on ourselves. Look, it's it's a big part of who we are now. I wanted the job. You got the job. It is what it is. All right. So I, this is my promise to you, listeners. Next week, I'm not going to talk about the show at all. Except for maybe a brief recap of what happens at this union presentation put right. on by Trinity Broadcast, Trinity uh, Broadcasting Corporation. Uh-huh. And then we'll get right into the hard-hitting events. Hard policy. It doesn't matter what's in the news. Even if it seems like, oh, I really hope those guys don't talk about that issue. We're going to talk about it. <laughs> like, All right? Hey, these guys are not the right perspective on this. We will cover it. No, we will be talking about it. Even if you absolutely feel like uh those like oh i don't want to download this one yeah yeah we will be talking about it yeah you'll see the title and you'll cringe <laughs> that's what's gonna happen next week right uh abe i think we were also briefly going to talk about afghanistan uh we are saying that we're gonna get out for like the um i don't know third presidency in a row if i'm not if, if i'm remembering that correctly but it seems like maybe it's more um, there's more impetus behind it. Maybe it's actually going to happen. Now we've got these kind of, we, I don't know. It feels like weirdly, this is a thing where America is maybe unified in a bipartisan fashion, except for your Lindsey Graham's and your, um, Liz Cheney's, the neocons. Um, it seems like people think we've been in this war for 20 years. It's, it's time. It's time to go. Yeah. I mean, look. We're in this war at the beginning of the MCU when Tony Stark goes to the desert. <laughs> way, yeah, way east, like seven years before the MCU. That's right. And he's he's like, he, he gets caught up in this. Right. Which implies that, you know, 9-11 happened in the MCU. <laughs> so. I don't, yeah, I don't think we've, um, ref- I don't think I've ever heard anyone refer to it. But, you know, in an alternate Marvel Universe, um. Spider-Man did catch that helicopter between the twin towers, but they had to remove that scene from the movie. So, hmm. little fun, little fun IMDb fact there. I bet I can find that on one of the FX YouTube channels. I bet you could. Anyway, well, we said we were going to talk about Afghanistan. We said we we're going to withdraw <laughs> from Afghanistan. It's a lot of uh, promises unkept. Yeah. Um, but let's just dedicate this podcast to the brave fighters of the Mujahideen people. Yes. What is that from First Blood? I think it's from the Second Blood. Rambo? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, Abe, do you worry that, um, you know, like like a Lindsey Graham or Liz Cheney that's saying when we're going to pull out means it's going to destabilize the region? Perhaps at first. I'm no foreign policy expert. I, in my time, would have absolutely done everything I could to not get involved in such a situation because yeah. I think it makes a target worse. And as you get older, you recognize that violence begets violence. And sometimes violence is the answer. And as good as we think it might feel to go all biblical on somebody who's wronged us, perhaps it's necessary to think through the next steps as to what happens after that. And, you know, um, I that's that's my perspective. I, I think uh, we... We uh, 
we we got we we shot Osama bin Laden in the head and we buried him in the ocean and meanwhile he got us to spend 20 years in a country that had absolutely nothing to do with anything yeah that pretty much does it um Abe let's get you let's let's uh wrap this up and we'll get online and try and get you a vaccine uh folks if you have any questions for us about um the upcoming lineup for the Huckabee show. If you want tickets to the Huckabee show, email us at 15 minutes with Lincoln at gmail.com. That's numerical one, five minutes with Lincoln at gmail.com. Uh, and as always rate review and subscribe to the podcast. Uh, Abe, are there any age, um, restrictions in terms of Huckabee, uh, audience member, uh, tickets? No, we do family friendly, clean comedy. Right. And it's all ages. There's a lot of people at the shows from, from all both age regions. It's a lot of grandparents, and then their grandchildren that they've brought to the show. Right. Okay. Uh, folks, we'll see you next time on 15 Minutes with Lincoln. <laughs>